to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to and Matt Michaels here with us tonight. And, uh, well, you know, I guess we'll, we'll eventually get uh, Simon Street uh, back with us. In fact, he's going to be on three count. So we're excited for that. So welcome to the show. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us or joining. You can catch us live every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, or even Twitch. And we love for you to put comments in the box so that we can uh, read them and possibly throw them on the screen so we can get a good laugh at it. Or maybe you even made a good point to a point where, you know, you're putting somebody uh, in check. You know, you never know, right? So anyway, let's get right into it. This is our wrestling talk, and we always start with the four-way stop. Let's go. All right. I'm going to start off with you, Sin City Steve. As always, tell us, what is your four-way stop for this past week? Well, this week, quite a few things happened. Uh, We had three new champions crowned. um, RK Bro winning the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, Great match with uh, Alpha Academy, uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, yeah, very solid stuff by all three of those teams. Um, also Dolph Ziggler winning the NXT title. Yes, that's right. Dolph <laughs> Ziggler winning yeah. the NXT championship, uh, after pinning Tommaso Ciampa in a match, uh, three-way match. So they kept Braun Breaker strong. He did not take the pin. Um, and instead Ciampa eats the pin. Um, but dare I say, I think that they're, uh, positioning things so that Braun, Closes out NXT stand and deliver as the NXT champion once more. Um, And then elsewhere on AEW Dynamite, Scorpio Sky finally winning singles gold in AEW, winning the TNT championship, beating Sammy Guevara. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, he won the face of the revolution ladder match last year at revolution and uh, wasn't successful in his cash in uh, last year. But right after Revolution this year, just so happens to get that TNT Championship match, mm-hmm. and Walla walks out with the TNT Championship. So I mean, you can't really go too far wrong with that. True that. True that. I'll add my commentary a little bit to that uh, later on down the show. Matt Michaels, what's your take? Well, I think we got to start off with uh, Edge's promo, which was <laughs> fantastic. Um, also. You know, if you go back and you look at it, <laughs> with that lighting, it looks like Triple H and Undertaker had a kid. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and then along the same lines on that show, Ms. TV was fucking awesome. It was a great setup 
of how wonderful Cleveland was to then ultimately just pull out the rug and say it's not a WrestleMania city and everyone who's popular <laughs> and famous leaves Cleveland. That's brilliant. That's that dope. And he, and, he, and he said it's time to go because winners leave Cleveland. Oh, that yeah. was great. <laughs> but we saw Logan Paul, too, though, have uh, a bit of confusion on his face, which could ultimately lead to the betrayal at WrestleMania that causes Miz the match. So got a feeling mm-hmm. we'll see something like that, probably. Um, Pat McAfee, line of the week. There's not enough depends in Alabama for Paul Hammond right now. That was brilliant. Um, Got to give it up for Johnny Knoxville flying Sammy's phone number over Los Angeles. Right. Oh, man. Part of me wants to hope that that was actually a rib at first and that he didn't know about it until he got to TV. That would have been just brilliant. Absolutely. Um, Chase U uh, coming off as one hell of a nice little – uh, you know, promo section uh, that NXT has been doing. Caden yeah. um, uh, and uh, Catanzaro versus Io and uh, Kylie Ray was very, very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Tiffany Stratton makes me feel like I'm 13 again. Boing. <laughs> That's understandable. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I have to, I think, is it about two of these I had that did you guys knock down? Oh, one of them. Okay. So Edge entrance. Yes. Uh, man, come on. I mean, that is just brilliant. And when they, and what even made it great is when the, they just shut the music off and, <laughs> you know, and he just walked down. God, that was so awesome. I mean, that, that, that made my night. Shout, shout out to them doing little basic things can just change, you know, what you're trying to, uh, you know, what you're trying to express. And it did just with that, with, just with that change, just with that lighting, cutting the music, what he wore, all that. Austin Theory coming out to sit next to Pat McAfee. Boy, I enjoyed that whole thing. And Pat's sitting over here just like, why is he here? Like, what, you know, he's, <laughs> I like how Michael Cole just keeps talking and Pat's still wondering, like, why is he here? You know, and then of course they get into, that uh that altercation that now out of all the gimmick matches for mania i gotta tell you this is probably the one i'm i'm interested in just seeing because it seemed like it's just really going to be uh, a fun match uh, uh overall so i'm loving the build up to it and it was great last thing on impact wrestling man alex shelley and jay white had a uh some banter back and forth i mean that promo was awesome i'm I'm slowly really becoming a, a a Jay White fan. The more you watch him wrestle, the more you hear him talk, the more you get to just see this guy. He really is a star. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry being late on the train because for folks like Sin City and every folks that's been around, I now know I've probably missed a lot. I mean, he is just uh, phenomenal. But the banter between those two and Alex Shelley, man, I mean, he just came back and he had a great match. We talked about that last week. But his promo was just as killer. So awesome stuff on that. All right. Let's get right into our Too Sweet for the Week. All right, Matt Michaels, what you got? Well, uh, echoing uh, Steve, uh, you got a, 
uh, look at those champions, uh, you know, RK Bro um, having the tag titles uh, sets them up for an interesting uh, WrestleMania match. Um, then you got uh, Dolph as the NXT champion, which for all the uh, people who were just like, yeah, this is shitty, blah, 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 blah. yeah, bite a dick. Um, <laughs> so Scorpio Sky finally gets a championship uh, worthy of him with the TNT title, which is great. Just don't tell Tony that he's a black man because that might end it right there for Tony Khan. I'll talk about who, it later. Well, <laughs> if he knew who Scorpio Sky was, then maybe he would not have given him the title. So we'll yeah. we'll see about that. Um, L.A. Knight and Waller, that last man standing match was fucking phenomenal. Uh, man, those two just really utilized the uh, the idea of last man standing, the brilliance of having uh, you know a bodyguard handcuffed to the ring so he can't do anything except just happen to just stand up so his guy could stand up genius genius yeah. and that really has not been done in those manners before um but that fucking elbow that waller threw uh on top of la night was just sweet that a lot of times those uh those tables don't give those announced tables are stiff and boy, that thing just folded like a cardboard box. It was so <laughs> fucking great. Right. So it was nice to see, uh, you know, them go to a little extreme measures on NXT 2.0. That's right. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, yeah, let me jump in on this one. So just the, yeah, the, the Waller and, and LA Knight match was, man, that almost had to be close to, you know, match of the week. And one of the reasons is because it's so it's just amazing how important it is for fans. They can make a show and sometimes they could just break a show. I mean, you can have something where you have the greatest match in the world and they're just silent. And you're like, oh, I guess it's not that good. And you have ones that are just, you know, the match might be all right, but they're just loving it. You're going, OK, yeah, I guess it is great. Um, you know, and and this one was. A combination of of the crowd being into it. I mean, they were standing up, they were chanting all through the match. They did a new chant, bro. They I've never heard a crowd after the ref goes one, get up, two, get up. It was amazing. They were on fire. Yeah, and chanting, yeah, after every uh count, you know. I mean, it was it was amazing. Um, the other one for me. The vignettes from um, I love the vignettes come out of uh, NXT. The chase you you mentioned that earlier, uh, Carmelo Hayes, the barbershop. I love those. I, I love that because it just always remind me how it is when I go to the barbershop. And yeah, we you know it, it's a lot of talking. Uh, sometimes a lot of shit talking too. And even the last last legend and Nikita Lions. I know you know both of them are green, but you know they're they're trying to do something there, and they didn't. It, it's you know, it was cool. It was cool to see. So uh, the whole vignette section for that, I, I loved that and enjoyed it. All right. The very last thing I think I had on my list was, let's see, had Waller. I had, oh, Rich Swan had a match with Eddie Edwards. They had the, um, they had the main event for Impact Wrestling. And that right there was, uh, was just a, a beauty, uh, watching them to, uh, do what they do. Um, 
you know, of course, Eddie Edwards has switched sides. He's over hanging out with the Honor No More group. So uh, he was taking a beating from the fans. But uh, ultimately, it was it was a great show put together. So, yeah. Sin City Steve, what you got? Well, um, let's uh, let's continue to talk about Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Uh, he finally holds singles gold in AEW, as I mentioned. Long overdue. And... Already, there's the the talk that Scorpio Sky is going to be a transitional champion uh, for AEW. Um, I highly is, doubt that that's going to happen is because one week of transition. I, I, I hey. <laughs> you know, but ultimately, ultimately, I mean, what it what it comes down to is, of course, Wardlow has his uh, his championship match next uh, this coming Wednesday on Dynamite, and a lot of people are already just assuming that Wardlow is going to go in and just crush Sky and all this kind of stuff. Wardlow also does get a two-sweep for the week for his promo. Um, I think that a lot of people saw this guy as just a force that, you know, kicks ass in the ring, power bombs people, but he, you know, he went a long way to help flesh out his, his character and why he aligned with MJF. Um, I think that we're going to see this week uh, that MJF isn't just going to let him out of his contract so quickly. And uh, I think that he will actually end up costing Wardlow the match. And uh, we're going to see Scorpio Sky hold that TNT championship for quite some time. Um, sticking with AEW Dynamite, uh, that Eddie Kingston promo at the start of the show. Um, dude, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is just the, the stereotypical everyman. Uh, he doesn't need to have a six-pack and... He doesn't need to have the best physique because his gimmick is that he is the guy down the street that is just a bad son of a bitch that will fight anybody. And dude, he he has a way of being able to get the fans and anybody that hears his voice to get on his side. So very endearing character. And of course, the ensuing uh, beatdown with 2.0, Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager forming the Jericho Appreciation Society. But that's uh, that's a topic for another segment that we're going to talk about. Um, in any event, uh, Heel Edge. Uh, Heel Edge will be amazing if this week was any indication from, and you guys already mentioned it, from the entrance to the lighting uh, yeah. to even the cadence of his promo. Mm -hmm. Just fucking perfect. And I know, I know, Jade, uh, if you're listening or watching, I'm sorry, but uh, this, this guy, this guy is showing some of those, some of those acting chops and really, really stole the show on Raw. Um, and that ties into my last two sweep for the week. Mm -hmm. The, quite frankly, the best production team in all of professional wrestling, the WWE production team, um, the varying camera angles the cinematography that they used for promos and vignettes. Um, I, I thought something that really didn't get a whole lot of press that was great this week was the, uh, the camera angle that they used to shoot the Omos promo, shooting yeah. it from the ground, looking up at him to right. make him look like even more of an imposing character. I, I think that this week, Raw really hit its stride with a lot of things. But again, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, good stuff on that. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about that later. All right, let's get right into our WTF of the week. 
Uh, now I only have uh, a couple, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sin City man. I, I swear I try, man. I I How try. I do. I sit and I watch AD. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. And it's something that's always just irks me, you know. The first thing, though, and this is these are by the way towards the end of the show, but Sammy's got to stop first off wearing two TNT championship belts. Well, he ain't gonna wear it anymore. But the point of that he was doing that just doesn't make sense. Scorpio, please just wear one. That's all you need. You don't need to have two of the same damn belts. Come on. Well, he, he gifted he gifted the second one to Dan Lambert in storyline. Oh, gotcha. Well, there you go. We'll take that. But my next one is also now I'm I was a little confused on this. Did JR happen to spoil the match <laughs> with Thunder Rosa before it happened? Because I was watching the match and I heard the commentary, and I'm like, okay, so she's got a championship match next week. But then I see at the very end, it's announced. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you weren't supposed to say anything. What's going on, JR? How, how did that happen? I mean. Not the first time. <laughs> WTF, definitely. Uh, if there's one last thing, I wish AEW slows down sometimes on the story building. It's great that they have story that they are building the stories that they're building, but sometimes they happens just so fast. It's just hard to keep up. I mean, within, within like a couple, you know, within the hour, you have a Jericho swerve. You got Adam uh, challenges, hangman in a six man hangman turning away from the dark order. You have um, Adam choose uh, Bobby and Kyle FTR fires, totally Blanchard. By the way, when they fired them, they, after that happened, they went right to the match. I mean, there was no like, how does Tully feel about that? How is it just skipped right over to the next swerve or uh, it was a swerve of Matt Harton. And you have Jeff Hardy, AEW debut swerve starts to beef with niece. It was just constant, constant, not enough to take in and allow you to just, you know, take it in, build and let's do one at a time. You know, you don't have to throw everything in at once. You know, I don't know. It, it was, it was just a lot going that you're just going, wow. It's just, it could just be sometimes overbearing, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. The Booker. <laughs> and I could keep going the whole war low and then Keith, um, Marshall and, and then Paige Brown's in, and it just kept going, kept going. And I'm like, God, slow down. But okay. That's my Matt Michaels. What was your, uh, no, let me go to you. Sin city. Let me go to you first. Sin city. What was your WTF? So uh, several things, actually. Um, first things first, I don't know about you guys, but, a world title match should be a big fucking deal. <laughs> Hangman Page beats Dante Martin in a match that was announced via social media earlier in the day. What wow. the fuck? Seriously. Yeah. You're you're putting I now they did almost the same thing with the tag titles. Now, we've seen that numerous times in other promotions for sure. Uh with tag team championships and things like that. Sure. But a world championship match. Legitimately world championship match. Yeah. should not be announced via social media earlier in the day. That's something that you build toward. Yeah. So that was a big time. What the fuck for me? <laughs> um, also um, elsewhere on dynamite, um, Jeff Hardy makes his debut in AEW, mm -hmm. but as he's coming down to the ring, obviously big ups to Tony Khan for purchasing the, uh, the public domain theme for the Hardys. 
Um, incidentally, he did purchase a, a big package of those themes. So I think he also owns the theme for like Bob Holly and other shit. So, wow. so what Bob Holly to AEW confirmed? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so Jeff is clearly seeing his brother getting, getting the shit kicked out of him. And so what does he do? He runs down the ramp, but oh wait, no, he doesn't run down the ramp. He decides to do his stupid fucking dance on the way down the ramp and then kicks it into high gear and runs down the ramp to save his brother. What the fuck? Let's put Chris comment back on there one more time. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then also the, I don't know what it is, but the, the CWC or, you know, the performance center or whatever the fuck it is, that parking lot is the most dangerous place in America. More people get laid out and injured in that parking lot than anywhere else in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> there was yet another angle this week, which saw the Creed brothers get laid out by mystery assailants in the fucking parking lot. Come on, guys. Find another way to take people out of the match, please. Uh, and then last but not least, Rampage. Rampage was very pedestrian this week. I don't know if it was just me, but there were four matches on the show and it just felt like as if it was treading water. Um, there wasn't really anything noteworthy. Uh, Swerve Strickland and Tony Nese had a good match. Uh, Swerve had a good debut. But outside of that, I mean, it was not really all that redeeming. And oh yeah, that that bullshit Chris Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society thing. I get it. Um, I, cool. He's going to be turning heel. All right. Let's see how long that lasts in order to actually keep him heel. He's got to get rid of Judas. He's got to get rid of the sing along song. Mm. We'll see if that actually happens or if he's just going to, you know, keep that up and try to be a cool heel. I don't know. Yeah. All right, man, Matt Michaels, let him have it. Uh, no, a hundred percent agree with, uh, the, um, the title match that was the first thing that stuck out to me I was like what the fuck and it wasn't even that it wasn't uh that it was just socially announced it was one of those things where it was dante martin like why the fuck did he deserve a title match you know it just made no sense yeah, yeah and yeah. then for hangman to suck dante's dick afterwards about how great he was in the fucking singles and He'll be back at this level, but his brother is back, and you'll be a great tag team. Fuck off. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fucking waste. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that uh, you brought up was Jericho. Um, it's unnecessary. It's fucking stupid. Uh, hey, we have a stable that uh, we just got out of, and, oh, you know what we'll do? We'll put you in a stable. It makes no sense. It doesn't give the rub to the other guys because the other guys he had in his first stable, Sammy's the only one who actually could, you know, could have been arguable to get a rub from Jericho. And he didn't really need it in the end. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, you know what would be nice? Uh, if Jericho disappeared for a while. Mm. I've been saying it for months now. Just, just get off TV. Get off TV. Not necessary. Um, but yeah, it is. It, it rampage was just god awful. Um, mm -hmm. 
so okay jeff hardy does the right you know like you said just the dance instead of running down there first on on dynamite but on rampage it was even worse because matt and jeff come out and their old asses don't even run down to the ring they just stand on the stage and fucking dance <laughs> that was it that's what scared those guys off was just them coming out onto the stage <laughs> the fuck? team extreme bro oh god it's just and and of course now we're gonna see it looks like you know staying in darby versus the hardy boys like that is fucking needed at all um you know what are you trying to do with darby allen by the way Uh, you know he's gone from someone who's looking like oh yeah he's gonna be the future of the company to okay we're gonna put him with sting and we're gonna have him be sting's little brother or fucking son for the rest of his life, it seems like, or the rest of Sting's life, which is arguably another three to five years because he's already 75 or 80. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just just really weird shit. Um, Dakota and Lisa Chu going over and possibly going to get the fucking Dusty Cup. They're going to win. They're going to win that shit. You're not buying it? What the fuck? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, no. <laughs> it's like we we literally threw these two together right before the start. And guess who they're going against? Another team that was comprised of two people who they threw together right before the start. So I, it, it lost all credibility on that Dusty Cup thing. I think they they really fucked up the tournament. So good for them this this uh, this year. Uh, and finally, and I'm surprised you didn't say this, Steve. Butch. <laughs> I figured someone else would. The fuck? Butch? <laughs> the only question I have is: Is this Vince's? Is the name Vince's idea? Like, is it? Does he think? Oh, well, that sounds like a tough guy's name butch <laughs> I mean, you know and of course people are throwing theories out from sources who used to be in the company uh and someone you know claiming that it was you know uh the little rascals uh bully butch you know uh that might be the origin of it uh it might be a rib because uh rich holland's actual name is luke so okay it's the bushwhackers but what the fuck does that make any sense for um so i mean unless in all honesty they actually call him butch amongst the the couple of them it makes no fucking sense and uh welcome to the main roster (laughs) (laughs) it's all that shit coming a mile away hey look i know we went just a little bit of uh ot i just want to i just want to ask one question though sin city because i got thrown off on this one and i think it's just because i i missed a week or something there was a there was some beef. Be, okay, Santana and Ortiz had some beef because they felt Jericho wasn't allowing them to you know have these opportunity to be champions. So you know there was some beef or whatever. And I guess so. I guess they never left Inner Circle. Is that the deal? Because I, I was confused why I saw them come out to help 
And I'm like, why are they helping in the first place? I thought there was some, and I didn't know if I missed a week where they came back and hugged it out or. So, the last time I, yeah. Yeah. Basically there was a promo where Jericho was back, you know, backstage. Um, it was the, the week before revolution and, okay. you know, Jericho was back there talking about how, what he was going to do to Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz walk into the shot and Jericho asks them if they were all good. And they said that they were obviously that didn't play into the finish in Jericho Kingston at the pay-per-view. So that seemed like, you know, a giant nothing burger at the time. And then we see, you know, the events happen this week, um, them bring out the bat, them hand it to Jericho, right? Jericho use it on those two. Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing that can be explained on that. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. Let's let's ask the bigger question. Why the fuck are those two painting their faces? <laughs> like they needed fucking face paint. Does every fucking person in that company have to paint their goddamn face? Of course. <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's get right into the lookout. Yeah! All right, so mine's gonna be very quick and I had not thought about this until you mentioned this, Sin City. My lookout was for Scorpio Sky. And um, and quite frankly, in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, it's no way that he is going to beat Warlow. You know, I'm just thinking, which I'm like, that's fucked up for why they would give it to him. But at the same time, I'm going, no, it's got to be something else there. But I wasn't able to put any other two to two together. And now when you were mentioning about MJF uh, being out of the contract, now I kind of, that would be a good one. You know, some way I hope Scorpio Sky maintains that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's finally great to see that, you know, someone of African-American descent can win that belt. You know, we take, we'll take it when we can. It's great. But that would just be fucked up for us to now lose it a week later. So I'm looking out to see, you know, where this is going to go. TK, don't disappoint me. I'm giving you a chance here, okay? Give me a chance. I'm, as a Vegas guy, I'm, 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 I'm gambling on you. I'm going to say that this is going to be, this is going to be great. Don't make me look bad, all right? So that is my lookout. Matt Michaels, what you looking out for? Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good lookout right there. Um, you know, the biggest thing this week that we can be anticipating, what exactly is it going to be is Austin versus KO. We -hmm. have no idea what that's going to be. And Steve basically covered all the bases by basically listing everything and anything you can list as (laughs) possible. What's going to happen. Um, right. you know, Jr. apparently, uh, shot his mouth off on grilling Jr. that Austin, you know, being a friend of his said that he's not confident and what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. I don't necessarily buy Jr.'s bullshit all the time. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take that treading lightly on that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. He said Stone Cold had told him privately, whatever, that he didn't like this whole setup. Yeah. Wow. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. Then why would he even do it in the first place if he didn't like how all this was? I'm sure this was all talked about before he agreed to do it. 
you would assume, right? So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, but you know, speaking of Jr. and what you said earlier, uh, look out for the uh, championship match between Britt and Thunder Rosa. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just look out. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> look out. Yeah. Um, Gable Stevenson getting teased on uh, on Raw with uh, his uh, third fucking Big Ten Championship win. Um, that's fucking only seven people have done that in the history of the conference. So, uh, big shout out to him. He's going to be a monster when he comes in. And mm-hmm. I got a feeling that's the person that they're going to have essentially, um, you know, Brock pass the torch to. So mm. that's the uh, that should be pretty cool. But we got a lot of time until we get there. But yeah. one thing I would hope we don't have a lot of time till we get to is a Tamina and Tozawa sex tape. <laughs> Damn, that shit going to be good. I will tell you this, though. <laughs> I, I I do find that entire segment funny. I I just gotta throw it out there. It's entertaining to me. I I just think the whole thing is just funny. But I agree. Please, they that's, should that's... Just, it's, you know what they should just keep that up. Just randomly hooking up people who have no storylines. It just <laughs> it would be fitting. It just works. Right. I'm with it. Sin City, man. What you got? Well, my biggest lookout is uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, we saw what happened on Friday where, uh, Austin theory, you know, instigated things a little bit. And then you see Pat McAfee jumping off the announce desk and, uh, you know, doing his thing. We saw what he could do in an NXT ring. Um, anybody that's not Vince McMahon remembers what he did in an NXT ring, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that we're going to see, I, we're going to see a better match than what a lot of people think. We'll see at WrestleMania between Theory and McAfee. Um, but what happens now? Is McAfee, is this a way for them to permanently remove McAfee from commentary? Uh, which I genuinely hope that that's not the case because quite frankly, he's made Michael Cole light years better than what he has been in years. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, he's made the commentary on SmackDown as a whole more bearable than it has been in years. Um, so let's hope that they don't go down the wrong path with that. Uh, elsewhere, uh, we saw the, the first iteration of the John Moxley, Brian Danielson, uh, Lord Regal group, uh, on dynamite this week. I did find it interesting <laughs> that, uh, that fucking that Regal chose to go on and on and on talking about Brian Danielson. And then he said one sentence about John Moxley and then that was it. Um, so you know, we'll see what's what's going to happen. Uh, looks like as if they may already be sprinkling in the seeds of what could happen down the line. Um, but I I genuinely hope that they do have this stable where they bring in the young guys and help to mentor them. I think that that makes all the sense in the world. But Regal, still, Regal is still cutting the promo right now. Oh, dude! Oh, He's yeah, still going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus and um, I, I do have I do have to give him props. He did. He did go up to uh, everybody that was affected by him going over on his time cues and uh, he apologized to them um, backstage and then also in a tweet. So, I mean, you know, consummate professional uh, William Regal. (laughs) There you go. Thank you, Mr. Regal. All right, y'all. It's getting the best in show. 
for me, it was NXT, guys. Uh, I thought the show uh, was pretty strong from the beginning to the end. I enjoyed uh, a lot of the matches, and they just overall just put on a great show. And 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 the fans, I think, is what makes NXT sometimes just uh, just what it is. I think they have the fans has really taken on the idea of let's go have fun. Like when you go to an event, when you go to something, you you want to go and have a great time. And I think sometimes you can make it fun for, you know, waiting for someone to make it fun for you, or you're going to learn to make it fun for yourself. And I think that that group in many times learned to just make it fun for themselves. So it's, um, it, it, the show just was great. And the fans, I think helped did that. So that is my uh, best in show this week. But Sin City, what was your best in show? Well, not to peel back the curtain, March 13th, 2022. You may be listening to this on March 14th, but whatever. We're catering mm-hmm. to our live listeners and viewers right now. Yes. I'm going to go on record as saying that the best in show for this past week was WWE Raw. <laughs> I feel I feel so fucking dirty for saying it. <laughs> I dude. Like So here's the thing. I I liked Dynamite quite a bit. Um it there was there were just too many things that were rushed. Uh the creative um you know, we already talked about some of the missteps yeah. and some of the planning and and that kind of stuff. It it's like as if they were trying to cram 3 hours of television into two. Right. Um and so yeah, for that reason, WWE Raw uh, was was my best in show for this week, uh, mm-hmm. largely powered by that that three way tag team match, uh, by the Edge promo, by the character building that they did, and uh, yeah, just they did everything that they needed to do with Raw this week. So props yeah. to WWE. I can't believe I'm that, that. <laughs> I know, right? And with that three way tag, I mean, just watching uh, uh, Seth and KO their reaction which was just priceless. Both of them, um, Seth walking back, KO over. I mean, it was, it told the story. Seth has no plans for mania. Crazy, huh? huh. <laughs> well, it's going to happen on Monday. Huh. Huh. <laughs> they are in Jacksonville. Remember maybe, awesome. uh, maybe a certain son of a son of a plumber. I don't know. <laughs> Matt Michaels, man. What was your best in show? Uh, you know, I agree. Uh, NXT was uh, was probably the most entertaining. Um, I think you make a valid point about it, and not only the fan base, but switching the arena s- style up. Mm-hmm. They've created something that is um, kind of more on top of a feel, and I think that's one thing that I believe that if AEW would have done, uh, would have affected. You know it more so as being a more engaging show um i think what happens is a lot of times now when you're going out to these arenas and wwe has been blasted about this for years about how they cover up the top decks and etc etc yeah well there's a reason you do that it's because if you have a huge arena and you only have that intensity and i've said that about aew look they've there's 12 people popping for a guy well, it's because you're in a huge auditorium, but if you're in a smaller thing and right. if those people own it, you know, like you were saying, that's the thing. They own it. So yeah. that's one of the reasons it, it, it comes off very well. Um, but Raw was a close second. Amazing. It was. Enough. 
<laughs> yeah, amazingly enough. And that leads me to the best moment in any show this week. And that was Riddle's reaction to when Randy Orton said friend. Riddle had no fucking idea he was about to say that. And you could see he was almost going to fucking start crying. And it's going it to make it, it so was, good when he turns on him too. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, this is, I mean, it's going to be so fucking great. Now, I personally would like to see the other route. I would love to see Riddle betray him because we all kind of see Randy Orton coming from a mile away. The Riddle thing would be, you know, and it would make sense too, because if Riddle truly has adopted all of that, um, you know, that venomous Viper attitude that, you know, it it just seems like the stepping stones are there. And if they fucking misstep that one, that's going to kind of suck. But, but a true moment to to see a guy kind of taken off guard because you know Randy can say what he wants to say, so mm-hmm. you know that was definitely not fully scripted and uh, and it's it's true, man. Look, Randy Orton's having the most fun he's had in his career. It's yeah, it does, awesome. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff all the way around, and. Um... One thing for sure, as we get into ready to wrap up, just kind of watching a lot of these shows, you see everyone is really trying to um, prepare for WrestleMania weekend by putting, you know, promoting their shows happening that during that week. So, you know, it's going to be a busy week. If you guys make, if you're not going to Mania or not, if you enjoy wrestling, it's no reason why you're not in Dallas that entire weekend. There's something, something for you somewhere during that entire week. Everyone's got all types of stuff. We what we'll probably do is um because we have a calendar. Maybe we'll throw it up on our uh on our social media just in case you haven't seen it. And you can start making plans. You know, it's gonna be a lot of indie shows. And hey, this is where it all starts, man. It starts from the indies and moves its way up. So um, you know, start planning now if you are thinking about going or or you know, if you are going and not sure what's gonna be in the area. Um Let's get to it. So with that, thank you for hanging out with us. This is our wrestling talk. If you're listening to this on podcast, thank you for downloading, listening, sharing, and telling others. If you're watching us live, we appreciate you. Thanks for your comments as always. We'll be back in a second for our live because for our live listeners, I'm about to say customers, my lord. That just showed you how my work week's been this week. <laughs> um, you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we're gonna have our three count. We got three good topics, and if you're watching it live, you've been watching what the uh, topics are going to be next. So, with that, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.